Hello and welcome to Voice of Restoration, a broadcast outreach of the Christian Brethren Church, bringing you Bible-based teachings from author and Bible teacher, Pastor Afolabi Oladeli. Count the cost! Make a choice on the basis of evidence that you analyze. I'm not talking to you about faith that is blind. This faith sees. And I'm going to show you the three dimensions of seeing because if you don't understand this, the word that God said, I will bring you to the place of safety, is going to require you to pass the test of faith that will come across your way. Oh, only my wife can tell. You've seen it before here in my, in my bitterness and anger against, 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 against the country, against whatever it is. While I was there, God cornered me with the scripture. He said, What's wrong with you now? After all these years, you still don't understand. Then in 1 Peter chapter 3, I believe it is. He said, It is thanksworthy. It is thanksworthy. If for conscience sake toward God, you have to endure suffering. I said, Ah, come on. If for conscience sake, toward God, I have to do what? I have to endure suffering. That changed my perspective completely. If for conscience sake, toward God, if for reasons of obedience to the word of God that commands me that I should pray for my rulers who are defrauding, who are complicit in all the crime that is being proclaimed against the people in this country, and NCP was just paraded as being part of those who was in kidnapping gang. How, how much bad can it be, or how bad can it be? And God then says, it is thanksworthy. If for conscience towards God, I'm not asking you to think about yourself now. I'm not asking you to think about yourself now. I'm asking you to think about me, the eternal God. If for conscience sake, towards God, you endure suffering. So all the pains, all the disagreements, all the things that I'm seeing that are riling me and making me so angry and so mad, God is saying, if for conscience sake, towards me, towards getting my name known, towards ensuring that my purposes are fulfilled, you have to endure this suffering. That's when it is thanksworthy. That's 1 Peter chapter 3, right? Thank you, 1 Peter 2, 19. 1 Peter 2, 19. 1 Peter 2, 19. For this is thankworthy. Yes. If a man for conscience toward God endure grief, mm. suffering wrongfully, mm. for what glory is it? If when ye be buffeted for your faults, ye shall take it patiently. Thank but you. if when ye do well and suffer for it, you take it patiently. Thank this you. is acceptable Thank Thank with you. God. I, I've diverted now. I've diverted now. I'm going to... <laughs> this time is... That is COVID-19 real? It is real. But what do we learn from the word of God? I quoted to you Psalm 91. But do you also know that the scriptures teach about obeying basic principles of health? Shortly before the nation Israel went into, into the promised land, some 35 centuries ago, 
God said he will protect them against terrible diseases. The God that is sovereign over all diseases said, I will not put any of the diseases of Egypt towards you. Deuteronomy 7.15. And one way, uh, let me run now. I, I mean, if I, if I'm going to be reading these scriptures, I won't get, I won't get anywhere. Deuteronomy 7.15. One way that he did this was by giving them detailed instructions on disease control and hygiene. God gave them specific instructions on disease control. The nation's code laws required bathing and clothes washing. Leviticus 15, 4 to 27. The word gave instructions regarding human waste. Deuteronomy 23, 12 and 13. People who were thought to have a communicable disease were quarantined, kept away from others for a time before returning those who recovered from sickness had to wash their garments and bath in water if they were to be considered clean. Leviticus 14, 8 and 9. Anyone who touched a dead body was quarantined. Leviticus 5, 2 and 3. Numbers 19, 16. Israel's laws reflected the medical concepts and views on sanitation that were ahead of their time. So what's your problem with quarantine? What's your problem with social distancing? What's your problem with masking? Hello? I'm sure this may be contrary to what you have been hearing. But I'm producing, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about evidence. Evidence. Evidence from the word of God. Evidence from the word of God. Because this is what we are going to be sifting to be able to take a stand. Let me quote a beloved brother here. His assessment of most believers. This doesn't come from me. I'm just quoting a beloved brother who is based in the U.S. That my people do not understand. People don't read. Folks don't study. We prefer to read the sharing on Facebook, on Twitter, on WhatsApp, Instagram, and such. But that's not it. Books that we can study for complete assignment. We can well, books that we study to pass exams. That's still missing it. I'm not talking about reading books to pass exam now. Real reading and studying is seeking. It's asking questions and seeking answers, seeking understanding and seeking the truth. But we seldom do that. We rather flow with popular discussion and take sides with trends. And we often end up missing the target and missing God. That's part of why God lamented when he spoke in Isaiah 1 verse 3, the ox knows its owner and the donkey its master's crib. Israel does not know me. Why am I quoting this? It's on the matter of this other, this other controversy that is now right in the front of the church. When those who know God should be able to tell the people. I don't know how many questions have, have, have people have asked me. What about vaccines? What about vaccines? First of all, let me tell you so that you don't say I didn't. I have not taken any vaccine, and that's not why I'm. Well, the things I'm going to be saying is not because I have taken vaccine, but I want to present you with the evidence of the word of God and the things that we need to see. All right. Who of you? 
has taken time. Who of you has taken time to actually sit down and really study this issue of vaccines? One, two, three. Yes, one, two, three. Four. Mm. I don't want to put you on this. I would have asked you exactly what. I took time to sit down and go through literature and go through books and so on and so forth. And I will tell you, I've said it, I have not taken any vaccine. It's not a question of whether I will take it or I will not take. The point is, if, I, if I'm going to take a vaccine, I know the, at least I know the ones that I will not take. I know the ones that I will not take. Why? Daniel chapter 1, uh, mm -mm. Daniel 2, Daniel 2, 43, I believe it is. And whereas, and whereas thou sowest iron mixed with miry clay, mm -hmm. they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, mm -hmm. but they shall not cleave one to another, uh -huh. even as iron is not mixed with clay. Whereas they saw iron mixed with miry clay, They shall mingle themselves with the seed of men. Who will mingle themselves with the seed of men? Who? But anyone who has been reading this and follows it, this was Daniel speaking of the different kingdoms that were going to be. Right? But when you look at those kingdoms, you are counting the kingdoms of people, you forget what was spoken, that there are princes. Heavenly princes. Alright? You follow? You understand? So you clearly understand that it's what is being spoken here is that the princes of darkness are going to try to do what again? To mingle themselves with the seed of men. And that's the key to understanding the issue of vaccines that is a controversy. What vaccine in the preparation is able to facilitate this? That's a question to answer. And I studied and I found. Oh, I'm giving you this assignment. Go to the Moderna platform. The Moderna, Moderna one, of the, one, of the, um, one of the sites of the vaccines. And it's very, it's cleanly and plainly written there that this is a it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a programmable platform. The vaccine is based on what? A programmable what? Platform for communicating. Go and read it. It's technology based. It's micro whatever it is injected into you at this time it's used in a way that it can give instructions to your cells or whatever is in your body to produce something that is similar. At this time, it is used for that purpose. Inside you says next year or two years to come, they will not be passing other messages into your body. That's why all of those vaccines that are based on mRNA run. 
run away. Hello? I am not, what I'm telling you is not rocket science. I'm simply saying to you, based on the word of God, the word of God actually points me also to things that I need to check when it comes to this question of sifting and weighing what? Weighing the evidence. That's why anybody who, <laughs> in ignorance, goes for mRNA or Pfizer or Pfizer, those are the only two for now who are what? Who are mRNA based. Using things that can pass instructions that can modify you. You know what? Go to CDC, CDC website. The CDC website of America. All right? That's the Center for Disease Control. Do you know that they are preparing for zombies? Don't check. Don't, I'm not going to check it. It's there. Preparing for human zombies. How will they come? Praise the Lord. But thanks be to God. There are other bases of vaccines. But what piqued my interest? I was sitting down on this debate of vaccine and a program was airing in the country in which I was. I won't mention the name for obvious reasons. And the scientists in that country, they had developed a plant-based vaccine. But they were getting no support from their government. And their government was busy backing Pfizer, busy backing Moderna, and so on and so forth. And then I saw people say conspiracy, and they say there is no conspiracy or death. There is conspiracy. There is complicity of major governments of the world. It's not very obvious, but the facts are speaking. So when you are talking about vaccine, at least I know if ever I choose to take, I know the ones that I will not take. But anything that is going to... <laughs> that way. That will, that will begin to dictate things when they choose to turn that on beware of it there are vector based vector based vaccines that are based on the original way in which people have been making vaccines I am I'm simply saying this to you my brethren you need to go beyond just the threads and the shares that you see on uh, on, uh, on social media and go behind it. Later on, this I'm going to deal with when I begin the usual broadcast we do on the TV. I'm going to deal with this. I'm going to, there's, there's a movie that I asked, I think I sent to you. Uh, hmm. Social, social dilemma. Social dilemma. It's a long one, but it's one that all of you should see. I have it. I think I've sent it to you. Just all this one-hour thing, uh, God will deliver us. We will, be able to, we'll be, we will be able to find a way around because social dilemma, every child of God ought to see it so you know what is at stake. 
When we spoke about the eye of the, 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 the face of the serpent, you thought it was a joke. It's not only in China that the face of, of the serpent was operating. Didn't you see what happened in the, in the, in the January, uh, January, January palaver? January 6th palaver. How are they able to pick every single one of those people? Every single one of them. None escaped. Did they have policemen going after them? I tell you, no. The face of the serpent was there. Not one of them escaped. Even the one that ran to Kenya, they got him there and the Kenyans deported him. Things are happening. But I'm talking about faith today. I'm talking about faith today. When the Lord gets me settled that I can begin the broadcast, these things you will, you will hear more. But I'm just showing you what is important for us if we are going to be able to stand the test of this time concerning all that is coming across our way. Let's move very quickly. John 7, 17. Ah. Sanctify, Jesus said, Sanctify, Sanctify them with thy truth. Thy word is truth. Now what he called, like the, the, what is translated truth here, it says it's factual, it's right, it's good, it's, it's, it is reality. It's simply saying God's word is genuine. Now I want to contrast that to why God's word is different from man's word. God is omniscient, omnipresent, omni everything that you know it. So he knows right from the beginning of the intention to the act. So when he speaks, he speaks from the point of view of what? Complete knowledge. I'm telling you why God's word has to be the truth. From the moment that it was just a, it was, it was a thought in your heart, he already knew it. To the point where it is accomplished as a deed. So when he speaks, he speaks as authority. But man can only see a portion. Alright? And that portion that you see, you judge it on the basis of your experience. And your experience is not as the experience of God who knows it all. You are only seeing partially. That's why the word of man is fraud. And the word of God is truth. Praise the Lord. You hear me? You understand that? Because it's, if we can't make that distinction, then we have a problem. God's word, pure, genuine. It's not hypocritical. We have to comprehend from that point of a complete and total view. From the perspective of God, that God's word is the real truth. It is factual. God's word is real. Whose word then are we going to use as evidence upon which to base our life if we are going to live by faith? It can't be upon somebody whose experience is partial in whatever declaration is based. It has to be on the one who sees it all. Praise the Lord. Now, so I want to say these things. Three things that I try to let you to see about, about when you say it is true, because it, we, shall, we, we, shall, we, we shall live, we shall walk by faith and not by sight. But do you know that faith and sight, they have some elements in common? Mm. They have some elements in common. 
And the most basic of those elements is the word C. Alright? S-E-E. And I want to talk about the three dimensions of seeing, and then we are going to wrap this up. If we have a chance to continue, we'll continue. But I, I, won't, break, I won't break the protocol. <clears throat> the first C, S-E-E, that is literally witnessing something. I can see Elder Ronnie with my eyes. He's sitting there right in front of me, Kurokoro. That's one dimension of seeing. But it is the least important of all the dimensions. Listen to me. While it is the least important of the three ways, sometimes seeing with our eyes can also give faith a boost. Alright? If nobody has had it before, at least I've had Pastor Tok's testimony here. When he first came to know the Lord, and he will lay hands upon the children, and they will get healed. You've heard of miracles, instant miracles of people who are just on the way to believing the Lord. That they will pray for them. The lame will walk. The blind will see. That is a dimension of seeing that boosts the faith that God allows because you are just a child whom he is trying to stabilize in faith. Hello? The pastor, beyond that, haven't there been times? Things that you saw that ah, this is a piece of cake. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then you stand there and you just say, oh, I mean, it's, it, it makes a kick dollar taku. I'm also saying something to you so that you can understand it. Adam and Eve, they saw God, Korokoro. God was speaking to them. As I am speaking to you. So you will say that they saw. But did they really have faith? If they had faith, they would not have sinned. Take the example of the Israelites. They saw God. In the pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire. He parted the waters. They saw it and they passed through. They even clapped and danced and praised God and so on and so forth. Did that stop them from grumbling? Did that stop them from getting judged? I'm making a distinction here. That in a dimension of this least important aspect of sin, it may be a booster of faith for the beginner. But it really is not the dimension upon which faith is built. Praise the Lord. Am I clear? Do you understand me? Because this is very crucial. The second dimension of seeing is as you saw it being spoken of 11 in that Hebrews 11. Where he said, it is, uh, the seeing here is, uh, is visioning. Is envisioning. Alright? In the manner in which Abraham is saw New Jerusalem. He saw New Jerusalem. It wasn't something that he could hold, but it was something that he saw the evidence in the word of God. He put a form around it in a way that is sufficiently uh, 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 tangible for him to say, I'm going to follow this one. 
And that's the dimension that we are beginning to talk about. The dimension concerning the affairs of this nation. When the, I mean, there's the conversation. Somebody said Nigeria is finished. Remember I said Nigeria is not finished. Nigeria is, Nigeria is not finished. I am seeing a Nigeria where righteousness will prevail. We are the word of God that has been spoken upon this nation by the prophets will stand. I remember the words that you have spoken. When he said, when they said uh, 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 the Muslims are going to come towards the, towards the water, you will remember because you were in the original. And the people said, the spirit of Ishmael will not, it will not, it will not overcome the spirit of Jacob. And therefore, all of those things are not going to come to pass. Where are those words? They are still true. But are you believing them? Can you envision them? Can you put the form around them in the manner in which you can hold them in your heart and say, Lord, I stick with this one. This nation is going to be great again. Oh boy. I don't know what you are believing. The reality is there that the power is failing. Reality is there that the corrupt, that the, 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 the president and his group, they are complicit to all the things that are going on. And the, 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 the people in the assemblies, they are stealing us blind. I sat down one of the days and I just wondered, what is wrong? What is, why is it not possible that, that Abiru and uh, Mrs. Tenumbu, who get huge amounts, amounts of money, why can't, they, they didn't, can't it even occur to them that out of this special allocation they give us, why can't we combine 50-50 million and go and set up a Gari farm? I mean, this was me just reflecting in my bed. I said, Lord, is it that these people have committed lobotomy? That means their, their brains have been taken out. Can't it even occur to them that that will make sure that people do not get hungry from Gary? If they put 50 million and 50 million together and join with the state government and say, this money, this place in Agege or wherever, it will be so many acres of, Accra, of uh, cassava that is going to be planted and we will put Gary processors there. But I'm not moved by what I see. I'm moved by the word of God that I hear. That they will pass away and the word of God will prevail. I'm talking to you about faith that you need for the hour. Faith that God is saying, I'm looking for that I can bring you into the place of safety. Otherwise, you are going to sit and be crying every day. And you'll be complaining and grumbling against God. And God will say, this one is not fit. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time on another episode of Voice of Restoration. If you want further information on today's episode, please call 0803 3628 796 or visit us online.